talk about the mental health director from the mayor that's coming up uh, in a, eh, 25 minutes or so. Uh, first, a very important stuff here leading the way uh, regarding last week where Suffolk legislators voted to grant subpoena power to a bipartisan panel will create to investigate the source of the cyber attack in the county government, which was... Uh, on September the 8th. Hard to believe we're going on three months. Uh, leading the way, Legislator Anthony Picarillo. Uh, he is the chair of the Government Operations and Information Technology Committee. He's going to head that panel. Uh, and he's nice enough to give us a couple of minutes on a very busy uh, morning for him. And we thank him uh, for coming aboard here. Sir, how are you? Jay, good morning. Good to be with you. Thanks for having me. It is uh, very good to have you here. A lot of people say this is a witch hunt. Anthony Piccarillo, can you define that as far as if it is or if it isn't? Oh, it's the furthest thing from a witch hunt. I, I don't think anybody saying that uh, has any credibility whatsoever. This is a bipartisan panel. It's going to be a six-member committee, four Republicans, two Democrats. Um, we're going to announce that uh, committee on December 6th at the legislature during our general meeting, and then we're going to get right to work on um, uh, how, when, and why this happened, and then you know, the end result of the committee is going to make sure that we put uh, procedures in place so that this never happens again. Um, and we're going to, you know, hold people accountable uh, for what happened here, uh, whoever that might be. Um, you know, this is going to be a robust and thorough investigation, and we're going to follow the facts. You know, there's going to be, uh, this isn't going to be about uh, party registration. Uh, this is going to be about following the facts and making sure we get to the bottom of why this happened, because our services are still crippled, as you said, almost, you know, three, four months after the cyber attack. So... We're going to do our due diligence. We're going to get to work uh, as soon as we formally announce the committee. And we uh, just received subpoena power uh, in a bipartisan fashion, 18-0, to make sure that we can call witnesses, uh, take testimony, and swear them in. And then uh, if we need documents or people decide they don't want to show up, uh, we're going to have the power to subpoena them in front of the committee. Um, we're also going to have uh, special counsel assigned to the committee. So this committee uh, is going to be kind of the first of its kind, um, in Suffolk County, and, and we look forward uh, to doing the work to make sure the taxpayers get get the answers that they deserve. So, in essence, this uh, is an investigation, so to speak, right? The source, trying oh, to get to the source, absolutely, the source of the hack that led to the theft of all the data, the county data, uh, and the shutdown. As far as you know, some of the county functions were almost three months now, right? I mean, it's it's really to get to the the center of it all regarding the hack, correct? A hundred percent. And remember, uh, law enforcement is doing its criminal investigation. We're not um, breaching that topic. This is a, a government operations investigation, meaning, you know, what what went wrong? How did it go wrong? And when did it go wrong? And why wasn't it caught? And how did we get in the position that we're in today? Um, and, and I think that's the crux of the investigation. And um, hopefully, I think, you know, I, I could say pretty surely that we're going to get to the bottom of this. You feel good about that. And, of course, you know, it's about trying to get the right people in play here. Uh, a lot of people say subpoena power. Okay, well, it's about putting people under the oath, so Correct. to speak, of law in which they have to comply here. Uh, you know, you got production of documents. I'm sure will be in play. You got witnesses all related to this investigation. Thus, people will have to be sworn in and answer some questions. Correct. Correct. And that's the key here. Um, you know, when you swear somebody in, they have to swear or affirm that they're going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth under the pain and penalty of perjury. 
Um, we'll yeah. work the rules of the committee with legislative council to make sure that, um, you know, this has teeth. This isn't just going to be uh, a smoke show or a sideshow uh, where people are going to come in and, you know, kind of meander around the question. They're going to answer the question under oath, um, and we're going to get to the bottom of this because, it, you know, this really affected county operations. Um, we have services that we provide that um, it's not that they're not being provided, but we have a problem about paying people. You know, that's being remedied now. Uh, right. The financial services are getting back online. Um, but we still have many other things that the public may not know that are going on. Um, and that's all going to come out. So I, I look forward to starting the work of this committee and getting to the bottom of it. This resolution did not require the signature of the county executive. Is that correct? That, that's correct. And and so, you know, I'm sure you, can, you remember basic civics. The legislature is a co-equal branch of government with the constitutional duty of oversight over the other branches of government. You know, we are the check and balance uh, in government. So we need to make sure that we perform that duty without any hindrance from the other branches of government. Um, the independence of the legislature is key here. Um, and that's something I've always fought for uh, to maintain, even as a member of the minority, that the legislature always keeps its independence. It's not saying that we don't work with other branches of government to put good government um initiatives forward but at the end of the day we are the check and balance in government we have to perform that duty unencumbered uh, from any other branch right uh anthony piccarillo leading the charge here december 6th we'll find out who else uh will be on this very very important panel ladies and gentlemen uh that uh, will be in play now anthony uh an unidentified group has taken responsibility for the attack in a posting, I guess, you know, on the dark web or so. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is where criminal activity can occur, and it, it possibly did here. The group has taken responsibility. Uh, they've released copies of some of the documents from the county saying it was seeking a small reward for revealing, uh, you know, call it the vulnerabilities, so to speak, in some computer systems. Can you confirm that as far as did that take place for sure regarding criminal activity? Is that absolutely uh, in play here? From all the reports and from the uh, few brief- briefings that I've had, that is correct. Um, I'm not sure, of, you know, I've heard the name of who uh, this group is. I don't know who they are. You know, that's the that's law enforcement's end of this investigation and uh, I'm not looking to get in their way so that they can perform their task um, to see who these people are and why they did this and, you know, what, what they can do about it on the on the law enforcement end. Um, and we're going to make sure that we don't interfere with the law enforcement investigation. But at the same time, you know, we can walk and chew gum at the same time in this county, and we have to make sure that we do our due diligence on our end. Uh, you know, at the same time, they're doing their end on the criminal end. Um, we have already seen some questioning in play and quite frankly, uh, it has been anything but uh, exciting, so to speak. You have not got any definitive answers from some key players here. Can you say that has led to this next step as far as these subpoenas are concerned? Um, good question. I, I wouldn't say that that was the impetus to it. I, I would say I, I agree with you that it's frustrating that we can't get the answers that we're looking for. But what really gets me, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure you can understand this, is there are reports coming out um, in media publications talking about documents um, that have been released that the legislature hasn't seen. Uh, so I think that's an issue for me. Uh, 
as a member of the legislature and as the chair of this investigations committee, you know, we should be uh, seeing these documents before they're released to the media uh, because it, it creates uh, kind of tension, of the, tension in the ranks, if you will, of how is the media getting all this information, but the duly elected legislators don't have this information. So we got to really button this up here to make sure that th- this investigation is unencumbered by, uh, by anyone else in government. No question. Anthony Piccarillo with us regarding the cyber attack. He'll lead the panel, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in the next couple of weeks. I, I guess one of the points of contention I have, one of the more egregious things, uh, Anthony, is the fact that dollars are supposed to be in play to prevent situations of this nature. I mean, this is unconscionable going on three months right now. And that's going to be a big question. I'm sure the panel will kind of kind of align themselves with uh, to be questionees, so to speak. As far as where do these go? We, I mean, if we have antiquated systems in play, okay. But where did these dollars go? I think a lot of people are going to want to know that. Absolutely. I mean, listen, one of uh, the functions of government is being a watchdog on taxpayer money. You know, we need to know where this money went, how it was used. And if it wasn't used, why wasn't it used? You know, uh, just in March, as the chair of the Government Operations Committee, I think we allocated almost $4 million to the uh, Department of Information and Technology in the county. You know, from March uh, to September, where did the $4 million go? How was it spent? What was it spent on? You know, who got that money? Why weren't our safeguards uh, working at the time, you know, what happened? And that's really the crux of the investigation. So, you know, I look forward to hearing witness testimony and asking questions to the people, you know, who were supposed to be the guardians at the gate, so to speak, uh, so that this didn't happen. Uh, unfortunately, you know, these things do happen all across the country. I, you know, I will say that, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, Uber, I can go on and on about how many people attend Oyster Bay, I've heard, you know, anecdotally, I don't know when that happened, but um, it does happen. But the bottom line is, you know, we spend a lot of money on information technology, not as much as some of these huge companies. um, But nonetheless, those are taxpayer dollars being spent. And I want to know where they went and how they were spent. Is anybody immune to coming aboard as far as questioning is concerned? Um, No, no one is immune. Uh, and when I say that, and I'll say it right now, uh, and listen, I'm not asking you to reveal the playbook here, but is the county executive going to be up for some questioning here? So I don't want to apply on a legal question. Um, there you go. There may be executive uh, privilege there. I will you know, speak to the attorney and, and find out uh, definitively if that's possible, but you know, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. There, there is definitely uh, executive privilege at play there where – that might be uh, a stretch to call uh, the chief executive of the county. All righty. I had to ask that. Um, with that being said, uh, a lot of people, I'm shocked too. This hasn't gotten a lot of play. It's really, I mean, I, I think I think it's outrageous. I really do. I think it's outrageous. A county of this magnitude, million and a half people, 10,000 or so workers within the system. Um, you know, and there have been a lot of pushbacks. You know, refunds have been put on hold four months behind the the, the log jams and everything else. Some things hand-delivered. Uh, you know, you're going back to the 90s as far as getting things done from a tech end of things. I mean, I don't think enough has been in play here as far as the magnitude of this issue, Anthony Piccarilla. Yeah, so, you know, right now getting the systems online has been 
worked at the legislature and the executive branch has been working very hard together with. So I, I just want to make that clear. You know, as far as getting the systems back online, we've been working hand in glove with the administration um, and we've partnered with them in that endeavor. But this investigation is not a partnership with any other branch of government. This is solely a legislative responsibility to get to the bottom of this. And, um, you know, in my in my mind, I think people are going to cooperate uh, without having to be subpoenaed. Uh, at least I hope that's the case. You know, we have that as a backstop, basically, for those who won't comply. But I do think um, knowing the people in place at different levels of government that everyone's going to comply with the asks of this committee uh, so that we can get to the bottom of this. Because at the end of the day, it's all of our constituents, no matter who you are as an elected official or what branch of government you serve, you know, we have a mutual constituency to answer to here, and they want answers. I mean, you know, they have uh, tickets that can't be paid, um, you know, non-for-profits need to get paid. Uh, there, there are so many systems of government, DSS, health department, um, that aren't functioning at uh, the level that the people are used to functioning at the taxes that they pay. So, you know, we're going to get to work very quickly uh, after the 6th. Uh, we'll, we'll meet, um, and we'll make sure that um, this happens in short order here. But it's going to be thorough. It, it's, we're going to ask the right questions. And um, hopefully that we can come up with a, a good report to make sure you know, that this never happens again. And personal cell phones had to be used to receive emails and apps. Some of the uh, personnel over there uh, with special apps had to be installed on some of these devices. I mean, it's, been a, it's just been a, an incredible hardship. And uh, you know, I was wondering, as election night has come and gone, obviously, uh, I was just wondering regarding the ballots and everything else, if anything was affected that night based on this, Anthony. From what I understand, that wasn't the case. Um, there was a Wi-Fi issue as far as connectivity, and all they had to do was instead of being able to upload it with the regular process from the location, they had to drive the USB sticks to the Board of Elections where they would then upload to the state system and then disseminate it to the public. I know our Board of Elections workers, especially the bipartisan commissioners there, work very hard uh, to make sure that we have safe and secure elections in Suffolk County. And just you know, my own experience with the Board of Elections as far as being in two recounts. Um, it was a professional operation, a Republican and a Democrat at the table looking at ballots, checking signatures. Um, it was a very professional operation. And I actually applaud the Board of Elections for um, having to kind of, you know, work through uh, the cyber crisis while running an election uh, in a county that's bigger than 11 states. There you go. Anthony Piccarillo with us. Let's go for one more outside of this regarding the opioid settlement uh, that was a, I think it was 18 nothing to approve the settlement. We're talking about Teva Pharmaceuticals uh, for their role in contributing to the opioid epidemic. Um, I know New York's going to receive a half a billion plus separate cases filed by Nassau and Suffolk. Those dollars in play, and where will they go? Yeah, so that that's still being decided as far as the dissemination of those dollars. I know the county executive is working with legislative leadership to make sure that, um, you know, they're doled out properly uh, in a manner that's going to really reflect why the lawsuit was brought originally. And, um, you know, I'm glad a court found that these pharmaceutical companies were culpable in the damage that they did. You know, Suffolk County uh, and all the counties in New York State in 2017 and 2018 led the state in opioid over overdose deaths. Um, that's saying something for a county of our size. Uh, this is a serious problem still. And um, I'm glad, finally, that these pharmaceutical companies, uh, they knew these drugs uh, were addictive. Um, they, in my estimation, they misled the public. Um, and finally, they were called to task. And, you know, $91 million, um, it's not going to bring back a life. 
but hopefully it could save lives moving forward by getting people the treatment that they need because this is a disease. Uh, you know, addiction is a disease. There's the mental health component to it, and people need help out there. And, and we've definitely, uh, over the years, lacked adequate funding to help people uh, get the help that they need uh, to kick this habit. So hopefully this money, uh, you know, will be spent properly and put to good use to get people the help they need to kick this habit uh, so that they can uh, live a healthy and rewarding life. And I'm just happy we're starting to move in the right direction. And there you go. That's key. One last thing. Let's get back to the cyber stuff. One last question for you. Um, whoever did this, the demands and whatnot, we kind of have an idea. Um, was there a specific number ransom wise uh, that was asked to restore and return the data? And if that was so, as far as the number, was that paid out or not? Or is that still under investigation? Um, I know there are no, a number was asked for. I, I was never briefed um, publicly or privately on what that number was. And from what I understand, the ransom was not paid. I'm clear for my own edification as well as the public. Anthony Piccarillo, uh, we've got a couple of big days in store as we turn the page into December. December 6th, I believe you said the creation of the panel uh, to investigate the source of the hack that has led to the theft of county data, shut down some of the county functions now for going on three months. We will await over the next week, and we look forward to having you on the next time, sir. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate you having me, and uh, stay tuned. You got it. Anthony Piccarello uh, at 8 8 is a huge story, folks.